Welcome to the Eat This, Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. Hi, everyone. And before we dive into this show's topic, um, we want to hear from you. We want to know what food choices are on your mind to make sure that we cover off on them here for you. So make sure that you're following us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and, and sending us messages there, or you can actually send us an email directly. Uh, the email address is podcast at eatthis.com and you know we're getting some some great feedback on yeah, the we show love hearing right? from you guys thanks keep them coming and just let us know say hey i want to know more about this or i want to hear about this and and stay tuned because we will we will answer your question right here for you um so now let's talk about the topic for this show which a lot of people have have told us is a topic that they're concerned about because it's summertime here, right? It's finally, finally well, summer. right? It's the unofficial start of summer, I guess. It's it's as we get past Memorial Day, um, but it's you know the grill is out, the grill is ready to go. Family and friends are coming over. The weather is nice. You want to be outside, so it's it's summer for all intent and purposes. Yes, it's the best time of year. Unless you're in Southern California, where it's basically summer all the time, <laughs> all the time. and you can just be outside. Well, and I we're guess jealous probably of you. a couple months where there's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but it's it's like the, the barbecue to me is just it's it's my happy place, right? What about you? Do you and what's your favorite? Do you guys have like a, a barbecue vibe? Or is there a regular thing getting outside and cooking friends and family over? I love it. And once the weather's nice, I every excuse in the world to be outside, right. whether it's eating al fresco, gathering friends and family together, or even just enjoying a glass of wine on the patio, whatever it may be. I love being outside when the weather's nice. And, you know, if I think of barbecues, it's, it's, it's family, it's memories, it's special occasions, mm -hmm. graduations. Next week I have, um, you know, a communion to go to, all these things. And so it just reminds you of happy memories, good times growing up, and you just want to keep that rolling through throughout the whole summer. Yeah, that's a, you know, that's a great way of, of thinking about it too. I just think about the food. Um, but, but I guess there's, especially because I have a family now and, mm -hmm. and you know, our, we, we, when we host barbecues, it's as much about the kids running around and having fun and the adults. What, you know what, it's, 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 Different than going out to dinner with friends, it's just so much more casual yeah, and it's chill. free it's and chill and fun. It's just, it's it's more memorable, right? Exactly. It's, and, and the food is, but that, that doesn't mean you can forget about the food. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the food and we're going to talk about all the great foods that you should be stocking up on in true Eat This Not That fashion um, to make sure that your family and friends are not just having a great time, but that they're well-fed and healthy as well. And, you know, one of the things that we don't cover off in this, in this list of barbecue staples that you you should stock up on is you know a growing trend that that we see more and more this, these days which are the the non-meat patties right the plant-based uh, burger patties if you will mm -hmm. are you are you jumping on this trend are you are you down with like beyond meat impossible burger you know i know it's so topical right now beyond meat just went public right. i saw that i've had impossible um burgers only at restaurants i haven't cooked any of them at at home personally I understand it. I mean, it's it's good for the environment, for vegetarians. It's great for iron. I understand, like, the animal aspect. You know, mm -hmm. in my heart, I'm a vegan because I love animals so much. So I understand all on, of on that. On your plate, you're like a but carnivore. Yeah, yeah, I sure, know, sure. I know, I know. Absolutely. Um, but... I, I get it all. I haven't jumped on the bandwagon no. personally, but I, I'm excited about the trend and where things are going. What about you? So here's here's what's curious to me is you said that you've only had them at restaurants, mm -hmm. and, and now like you know Burger King has the Impossible Burger, and you know whether it's Beyond Meat or Impossible Burgers, they're they're showing up at a lot of restaurants and and food chains for yeah, that. Yeah, and matter. some of the so, top chefs are using them as well. Absolutely. So they're a lot more accessible. But here's here's my hang up with it. So when you had the Impossible Burger out, out at a restaurant, what was your take on it? I had one that I wasn't a big fan of mm -hmm. and one that I loved, but there was 
very many decadent toppings. It okay. was covered with cheese and mushrooms and everything to almost mask the flavor. When the first time I had just the patty and I, you know, it, for me, I don't have burgers all the time. And so when I want a burger, I want a burger. Sure. But, but so that's my concern with this. And I, and I, I, I like this trend. I like that it's becoming a trend because, you know, you should really think about how much meat you are eating. There are are numerous kind of health benefits to cutting back on meat. I don't, I'm not not saying you have to cut it out altogether, uh, but you should just be more aware of the quality of your meat and the frequency with which you eat meat and just, just think about those things and, you know, inform yourself. But I fear that people are just kind of like jumping on the bandwagon a little too much and they're going to, whether it's a Burger King or something like that, and they're getting the Impossible Burger because they've heard about it. And the thing with these kinds of patties that I have found is that if they are overcooked by just a little bit, they are unpalatable. Oh, absolutely. Right? They're dry, yeah. they're tough, and, and they don't feel like a burger at all. So if this is your your foray into it, if this is your first experience with it, and it's bad, then you're, you're, not, going you're not going back. You're not going back. And you're just going to go back to the regular burger. So if, if, if you think that this is something that you want to give a try, and I highly recommend you do. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Beyond Meat patties. Have you ha- you've had them at home? I, I cook them regularly at okay. home. Um, on the grill and on the stove in the wintertime, like on a flat top on, on the stove top. The it's critical that you do not overcook them. It's critical that you you have a little more care with them because it's it's not meat, right? It's yeah. not that it just can't take the the high heat as well, and you'll you'll get a, like a weird char on the outside and a weird texture. It throws everything off. So just kind of be cautious when you cook them, and I think it'll change your personal experience with them exponentially, and hopefully that helps you introduce them more frequently into your diet. Which you know, I mean, look, let's not it's not vegetables, right? It's not it's not like eating. You know, like a nicely made veggie patty. Exactly. I would rather do that personally than have a, a meat that, quote unquote, bleeds. It's still processed that, food. It freaks me at out. At the a end little. of the day, it's still processed food, and you should try to minimize that as as much as you can. But you know, again, if it helps you minimize the amount of meat that's in your diet, or get if if that's something that you feel you need to do, it's a very viable option. I would highly recommend that you try cooking it at home first before you try it out, because trying it out could be could be harsh. And do the boys like them? The the boys aren't huge fans. Okay. Um, now that said, I you know they haven't tried the Impossible Burger. They've only tried the Beyond Meat, which has a little bit different of a spice and flavor profile to it than the Impossible. The Impossible Burger is far more uh, meat patty like in it's you know it's not that's the only seasoned. one I've had yeah yeah and and look if it's cooked right it's yeah it, it feels and and acts like a like a beef patty it, don't don't get yourself wrong it will not convince you that you're eating a beef patty it just it provides that same kind of satiating experience the texture the feel all those kinds of things um, but again if you're if you're eating something that has to be overly dressed in order to make it palatable right. then that's not that's not helping the cause. So anyway, it was just it's, it's, it's a brief aside. I know it's it's been a hot top hot topic of late. I was just very very curious to hear you know what your thoughts were. But I think I say hey, go for it. But but go for it at home. Yeah, I think try anything that's new. I mean, if it's relatively healthy for you, and um, why not try it and see if you like it and. There's a lot of benefits, like you said. All right. So now, look, we are clearly excited about firing up the grill. You know, we've talked about common burger mistakes in a previous episode. Um, that's how excited we are. We want to talk about it some more. Um, and, and I'm sure that you are equally as excited. So if, if you're excited but worried about what to put on the grill, we're going to help cut through the confusion because the wonderful team at Eat This, Not That has poured over all of these products to make sure that we deliver the recommendations that are worthy of your grill grates and you know, your, your, your table for your family and friends. So let's dive in and, and get started about what you should stock up on. Yes. 
All right, we're going to kick things off by hitting sausage links. And I really enjoy sausage on the grill. It's kind of like the only way I enjoy it in the summer is, you know, with those nice charred grill marks. But you want to make sure you're putting a quality sausage onto the grill, onto your table. The team loves Idell's Cajun style andouille. That's their favorite. Mm -hmm. It's a great brand. They don't have additives. One link will set you back only 160 calories, 11 grams of fat. Um, it's decent amount of sodium and 15 grams that's, of protein. That's a solid dose of protein that's right there. That's a solid dose nice. of protein. Um, we do not recommend one of the sausages that should not be added to your cart is Hillshire Farms Smoked Bratwurst. 220 calories, 19 grams of fat, seven of them are saturated, and only seven grams of protein, so half the protein. Yeah. So if you're going to go for that kind of Cajun-style Prepackaged sausage, go for the Idels. It's a great brand. Yeah, and more fat and less protein is not really the direction you want to head that, no. right? So it's a clear, it's a clear not that. It's a, it's a good job on on sausages. And when I grill, it's, you know, look, as much as I, I like to grill for myself, at the end of the day, we're really <laughs> grilling for the kids at this point. Um, and that means hot dogs, right? Hot dogs. Because just like, you know, it, again, like sausage is one of those things that on the grill, it just, to me, it feels like summer, right? It's like baseball games, so, like mm -hmm. a nice sausage, sausage and peppers. peppers. Yeah, um, so and, good. and hot dogs. Hot dogs is, is that grill staple. And you want to be careful here. And um, what I'm very happy to see is that the team, the eat this that the, the team picked is actually what's in my refrigerator and, and has been for, for a while. It's the Applegate Farms Great Organic Uncured Beef Hot Dog. And this is great because, uh, you know, one hot dog is going to be 110 calories, nine grams of fat, which is four grams of saturated fat, and seven grams of protein. So as far as hot dogs go, that's pretty solid. Now, yeah. the not that is probably you know, what we all grew up on. Yeah. The There's Os even a song about <laughs> it. I know. Right? The Oscar Mayer selects Angus B. Franks uh, is the not that, unfortunately, despite my, my childhood memories. And it, you know, when you look at the numbers, it makes sense. It's 170 calories. It's 15 grams of fat and, you know, just six grams of protein, which again, you know, not bad, but it's really the, the calories and, and the fat that pile up on you here. So you want to be careful there. And it's, so it's a pretty, it's a pretty easy choice. The Applegate actually uses lean preservative free meat to create a dog with, with a little bit more protein and fewer calories. And that's why it's the eat this. Well, you can't have hot dogs without burgers, right? No. <laughs> John already mentioned, we talked about the meat alternative burgers, but actually veggie burgers yeah. are having a moment now too, right? And I think that's what people are, are making, you know, we, they think that, you know, veggie burger, like the, the Beyond Meat, it's just like a veggie burger. It's, it's not, it's They're very, I categorize it's different. them as different. Yeah. It's like a meat alternative that's right. versus a veggie burger. Right. And I love when veggie patties are, you could see the vegetables, you could see the beans and the corn and the, and the mushrooms or whatever it may be that they're made of. Um, and they've come a long way. Think about veggie burgers oh, 10 years ago, no, even terrible. five years ago. I would never, you would never, I would never, never. touch one. Never. And now there's some delicious options out there. The team, our favorite is Amy's. It's another brand that Great we absolutely brand. love at Eat This, Not That. They're all American veggie burger. One patty is 130 calories, only four grams of fat, zero saturated, four grams of fiber and 11 grams of protein. Which is awesome, and they, you know, they don't put any garbage into their products, which which we appreciate. Cool. The not that is the probably the original brand of veggie right. burger we all knew. When you think veggie burgers, yeah, this is probably what you envision. Well, it's it's from Garden Burger, and it's called the original veggie burger. I don't, I maybe they need to kind of update their uh, their recipe, but you know, the calories are not that bad. One hundred ten, right. only three grams of fat, one point five saturated. Less protein, uh, five grams, but 
unfortunately, they're adding it's some, the fillers, some yeah. stuff. It's fillers. They're adding gums, yeast extract. Like, I don't want gum in my burger. Right. This, so. and this is a situation where the calories, like if you look at the nutritional, like 130 calories for Amy's versus 110 calories for the for the uh, the garden burger, you think like, well, I, why wouldn't I go with something that is fewer calories? And in a lot of instances, that's that's where it's going to win out. But it's it's we've said it once, we've said it a million times. You've got to look at the ingredients. Ingredient you've got to you've got to look at the label. And when you see all these kind of foreign looking terms or scientific terms and and gums and and things like that, it's just the calories savings at the end of the day is not going to be worth it. So that's why the team here had a, had a clear, cho- clear, easy choice on the clear, Eat This. Clear, easy choice. All right, we're going to take a break from these uh, wonderful barbecue Eat This, Not That tips to talk about LifeSum. And LifeSum is a nutrition-focused app which helps you keep track of your health by logging your meals, exercise, and what I like is the water intake. You can actually kind of click your glasses of water as you go through your day um, because we all should be drinking more water and staying hydrated. Whichever your health goal might be, whether it's you know weight loss, weight gain, healthier eating. What I like is that the app can actually provide you with personalized feedback based on your tracking habits in order to achieve results the easy way. It's almost like having a nutritionist right in your pocket. And what I like is as I, as I kind of go through my day and track my food, it really gives me a solid look at the macronutrient tracker. And it almost completes the circle for me. It tells me how many calories I have left on my, in my day based on my goals. And right in that same screen, I can see my carbs, my protein, and my fat, which are things that are kind of hard to take account of on your own as you go through your day. But with LifeSum, it puts it all right there for you. And if you click on the details, you can go really deep into this data and it can tell you, make, you know, it can help you think about what you need to eat the rest of the day in order to close those circles to make sure your intake meets your goal intake. And also, LifeSum is fresh, it's exciting, it's fun to interact with, and more importantly, it's going to give you some great content to go along with all this great data, including recipe recommendations. Because, you know, if you're trying to eat healthier and making sure that you're tracking all of the benefits of eating healthier, you want to know how to do that as well. So it's got re- recipe recommendations, and also they have meal plans that you can sign up for and follow along, whether you want to go vegetarian for a week or try keto. There are plans there to kind of pike that curiosity and, and give you an opportunity to follow along. So if you want to take a stab at eating healthier and find a fun way to track your progress, LifeSum is probably a great option for you. So there you have it. I think LifeSum is a great option if you are looking for new and exciting ways to track your, your health and your progress and maybe find a new eating plan to give a shot. Go to LifeSum.com slash eat this to create an account and get 30% discount on the 12-month subscription. Again, that's LifeSum.com slash eat this to create an account and get a 30% discount on 12 months of LifeSum. Now, if you have a crowd that demands a traditional juicy beef burger and most of us probably have that kind of crowd, uh, we're going to have you covered here because the Eat This, the choice that, that you should be using for your patties um, is, a, is a grass-fed 95% lean beef. So a four-ounce patty um, is going to get you 136 calories, just five grams of fat, two grams of which is unsaturated, which is not bad because, again, this is the 95% lean beef. Um, and, it's, you know, it's going to pack protein. You got 18 and a half grams of protein there. The not that choice is conventional, so not not grass-fed, right? Just conventional uh, 85% lean beef patty. Again, a four-ounce patty, 215 calories. Think about that for a second. Just by the choice of the beef, mm-hmm. of, the, of, the, of the beef that you're using for your patties, you go from 136 to 215 calories in that same four-ounce patty. And 
15 grams of fat compared yeah, to five grams of fat. fat. So, and, and the protein gain is not significant. It's 22 grams of protein versus 18. Um, so there, you know, you, you opt for the 95% grass fed over the 85%. It doesn't just save you the 10 grams of fat. It also slashes the saturated fat and keeps excess calories in check, which is, you know, kind of key because if you go back for a second burger, not so bad. Not so bad. And grass fed is just miles yes. ahead of conventional beef in terms of nutritionals That's and right. they don't you know no hormones or things like that look for all these important it tastes better things. too if you ask it does me taste I, and it, it, look if and it's it, if it's something it's, it's going to be a little more expensive so maybe it's not something you do each and every time but for if you're if you know for the rare you know for every now and then try it i try it it'll, it'll change the game it'll be worth it it's health, definitely a healthier way to enjoy beef all right, so we got our meat down now, whether you're going veggie burger or beef burger, and now we have to make yeah, sure it, right? that if we're going to have a cheeseburger, we top it with the right slice. That's right. So we're going to go for Kraft Singles 2% milk sharp cheddar cheese, if you like cheddar on your burgers. Who doesn't like cheddar on their burgers? I know. Well, I, I am an American uh, cheese really? on burger girl. Oh, yeah, but that's okay. That. There's like, nothing wrong with that. I like that. Swiss every now and then, but... My go-to is going to be cheddar. Okay. My go-to is American, but we're talking cheddar because this is a great pick. This one actually tastes like cheese, <laughs> which is important criteria <laughs> novel, for our list. Yeah. yeah. The calories and saturated fat are relatively low compared to the not that is actually from the same brand, the Kraft Deli Deluxe Sharp Cheddar Cheese Slices. So we picked this one as the not that because even though it's the same brand, it has three quarters of its calories coming from fat. Yeah. And that gets you nothing but just feeling bad, extra calories. You don't need that. Um, and if cheddar's not your thing, we compare two cheddars right now. Like yeah. I said, I'm an American. Just pick whatever cheese you like. But it's important. Read the labels. Look for fat and sodium content, additives, and artificial yellow color. Yeah, you never you want, want that, that kind of stuff. in your cheese. And, and look, the... It can't go. It, it's the difference between these these singles. They're both craft singles, and you've got the two percent milk, and you've got the the, the deluxe sharp cheddar. The eat this the the two percent milk sharp cheddar is forty five calories per slice, and the other one is seventy calories, and the bulk of those calories being uh, from, from fat. fat. Yeah. So, so that is a significant swing in a slice of cheese. So this is this is this is an area where you know, your your choice really matters. There's not going to be a huge price difference. They're both craft singles. So it, you need to take that extra kind of step and care before you throw your cheese singles into your shopping cart yeah. because that's that's a big that's a big swing right there. And nearly 3 times more fat in the yeah, deli slices as well. So yeah. And I love barbecue sauce. I do. I, 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 love I mean sauce. I mean, I'll put barbecue sauce on dang near everything. I'll dip my fries in barbecue sauce. <laughs> know, it goes on burgers, like it goes too. on chicken, pork, whatever I can put barbecue sauce on. And you want to be really careful with barbecue sauces because another thing that we've talked about time and time again is like hidden added sugars, sugars and additives, and, additives yeah. and all these kind of things. So again, as much as I was excited to to see uh, my choices on, on the hot dog is, is what I have at home. It's what the team picked. This is actually what I have at home. And this is the barbecue sauce that is my go-to. It's Stubbs Original Barbecue I Sauce. I love Stubbs. I just love Stubbs. So I don't know if Stubbs is really like they out there, or if it's just like some you know face on a, on a label. I hope Stubbs is. I think is Stubbs really is there. out there, and he's probably um, awesome, love, dude. I have a beer with Stubbs, <laughs> yeah. um, some barbecue because I love your barbecue sauce so much, Stubbs. Um, two tablespoons is just twenty five calories, uh, no fat. 
six uh, six grams of carbs and just four grams of sugar. So that's you know that's the carbs there, obviously. Um, so just four grams of, of sugar per that two tablespoon serving, which is enough for a burger or something like that. That not overwhelming there. Now, the not that is is the I've done this as well. Like I've had this in my refrigerator as well. But now I'm I'm very loyal to Stubbs. But this was my other go to. Uh, it's Sweet Baby Ray's original barbecue sauce. This one made me sad because I love Sweet Baby Ray's, oh. and I always used to have it as well. Ray is a real guy, well, to my knowledge. And and, and <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you why he's sweet. Yeah. Uh, Sixteen grams of sugar, sweet. <laughs> so in he's that, very in that, sweet. Baby in that Ray. two tablespoon, two tablespoons, you've you've four times the sugar. Yeah, that's so unnecessary I mean, when it comes to that's sauce. just that's just crazy. So it's you know seventy calories versus twenty five calories, and sixteen grams of sugar versus four grams of sugar. That's, no comparison. That's really. a no. That's a no brainer. And also, uh, high fructose high fructose corn syrup, which everyone is well aware of at this point, is the primary ingredient in Sweet Baby Ray sauce. So I'm sorry, sorry, Baby Ray. That's not sorry, so sweet. Ray. That yeah, is not, not so, so sweet, sweet at all. At all. Okay, so we're talking barbecue. You love your sauce. Who doesn't? But do you ever use dry rubs? I do. I do when I'm doing uh, pulled pork, especially, mm-hmm. um, or or you know pork on the grill. I don't just smother it with, sometimes I'll go with a dry rub. There you go. Yeah. I mean, dry rub is a great way to add a lot of flavor to Mm -hmm. your meat, but you have to choose wisely like anything else. Um, A lot of them are packed with sodium, packed with additives. Our team loves the McCormick Grillmates Applewood Rub. I've actually tried this. It has a fantastic flavor. It's smoky. There's Mm. a hint of sweetness there, and it's relatively low in sodium, which is a rarity when we're talking about dry rubs. If you're thinking rubs, you're you're pretty much owning up to the fact that like this is just going to pack in the sodium. Salt bomb, so it's, yeah. it's interesting to see one that that kind of mitigates that a little bit. Yeah, and it's only 15 calories per 2 teaspoons. It's pretty much all you need for your own serving. Sure. Uh 0 grams of fat, only 3 grams of carbs and 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 decent sodium. So as opposed to the Emeralds, wow. all natural steak rub, that's our not that. We love Emerald but we don't love his all-natural steak right. rub. <laughs> I'm sure that he and Sweet Baby Ray are great guys. They are, I'm absolutely. I'm sure they're, they're wonderful people. <laughs> so for the same two-teaspoon serving, it's 20 calories, zero grams of fat. And that's not really our concern, is these are all low numbers. However, this rub serves up more than 1,900 milligrams of sodium. Almost a full day's of worth in salt in just two teaspoons. Two like, teaspoons. bam, Emerald. And, that is a bad bam and right the there. And the Eat This is only 340 yeah. Right? 340 milligrams of sodium on the Eat This. Yeah. So three, two tablespoons, or two, two teaspoons rather, uh, 340 milligrams of salt, or, or two, two, two teaspoons and a day's worth of salt. Yeah. So sorry, that's, Emerald. Sorry, Emerald. Bam. <laughs> Bam and Bam is right. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, so that's what your blood pressure is going to say after <laughs> exactly. after a serving. Exactly. Oh man, ouch! Um, and if you if you put so much thought into your meat selection, the dry rub, the cheese, all of those things, make sure you pick the right bun. Of course. Because at the end of the day, like that can make or break. I'm I'm a big believer in that. You know, bread can make or break a sandwich, Absolutely. and the bun can make or break a burger. So when it comes to picking your bun, the eat this here is Ezekiel 4 to 9 sprouted whole grain bun. And that's going to be 170 calories for a bun, but it's going to pack 9 grams of protein, which is pretty amazing from the bun, and 6 grams of fiber, which is pretty solid. The not that here is Sarah Lee Artisano Bakery Buns, which sounds a little decadent and delicious, by the way. Um, it's 190 calories, 26 grams of carb, but... 
unfortunately, you're only getting one gram of fiber here and six grams of protein. So the protein's, you know, not that far off and you know, no one's looking through the bun for, for a dose of protein. It's really the fiber and, and kind of, because the protein and the fiber is what's going to help make you feel fuller for longer. You're not going to like hitting the, the chip and dip table too much after, after your burger, because if you go with the, the Ezekiel, uh, whole grain bun, you're getting those six grams of fiber that that's going along with all the protein that the, the burger, uh, delivers and you're going to be, you're going to be good to go. But if you go with a, a subpar bun, then, well, you're just it's kind of end well. Yeah. Sarah you Lee's hanging it. out with Emerald right? and Sweet Baby Ray on I our hot list. <laughs> We're going to have like a, it's like our most wanted list. Yeah, right? We're going to exactly. have a poster with like, you know, Sweet They're Baby Ray. Although there's no photo of Sweet Baby Ray on, on that label, right? It's not like no. Stubb. Stubb. Stubb puts his face on his bottle. He's proud of right? his Sweet product. Baby Ray is like witness protection <laughs> yeah. with all that high fructose corn syrup, I guess. You know, it's so funny for me when I think about um, bread for a sandwich, I think I always, you know, have Ezekiel bread or healthy breads, get mm-hmm. that fiber in there, all the protein. But I don't necessarily think of it when I'm talking about hamburger or hot dog buns. Yeah. But I have to retrain my brain because it's true. Like, why huge. not? Like, it, nutritional profiles are huge with bread. And also, like, it really depends. For, for me, I mean, look, when, when you when you bite into a burger, and if it's a, a good, juicy burger, if if you have a bun that's like made with a bunch of fillers or enriched, it, it, it doesn't stand up to it. Mm-hmm. it all this, that's when you end up with that, that bun that's almost disintegrating <laughs> the bottom, from the, the juices of the burger and stuff. Yeah. It, it doesn't hold up. I want a bun that's going to hold up, that it's, I can hold it and like not worry about putting it down and, and it not being there. It's just going to be that, that pink, mushy oh, mess at the yeah. end. And when you have a, a bun that's made with whole grains and packs that fiber and, and is sturdier, not only does it, it complement kind of the mouthfeel of the burger and, and all of that stuff and deliver this, this great fiber that, that your body needs anyway, but it's going to hold, it's not going to disintegrate in your hand or on the plate while you, you know, dive into your sides or take a sip of your beer or wine or iced tea or whatever it is that you're, that you're drinking at the barbecue. All right. So you just talked about the burger buns and Ezekiel bread wins out on the hot dog buns as well. Makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, it's the, it's the same brand. It's the four to nine sprouted whole grain hot dog buns. They have six grams of filling fiber an impressive nine grams of protein and you know protein the more you can get into your diet every day yeah. the better right it preserves lean muscle mass keeps your metabolism kicking so i've never had ezekiel bread as a hot dog bun but i'm absolutely gonna try I it either I'm, you know it's worth I'll, I'll try it yeah and look and here's the thing if you normally you think as as a hot dog of of being kind of that throwaway like a cheat meal almost right you're not getting anything but if you take the the hot dog recommendation that we have, the Applegate hot dog, and you take this Ezekiel bun. Now all of a sudden you're talking about a it's pretty a serious, dog. pretty pretty serious dose of protein, yeah. uh, a healthy dose of fiber, n- not loaded with a bunch of fillers and nasty stuff. So all of a sudden, like you don't have to have shame in your hot dog. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. you don't be like, ah, oh, forget it. It's just like it's just a weekend barbecue. No, you, you know you shouldn't you have to be think proud that way. Of that can, dog, yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Make it count. So I'm also a potato bun girl yeah, i've always loved them growing up but they're love not them. i love the martin's buns i do i do i'm admitting it but they're not that great for you i mean they're not horrible for you when it comes to calories and fat but they are laden with dough conditioners yeah. which i've learned and that those are chemicals that help improve the texture and there's more sodium in there and, so. and look i think at the end of the day i mean that's what we're talking about we're talking about smart swaps mm-hmm. it's not like the, you're gonna go jail if you if you put no, these yeah. in your shopping cart like they eat this not that, not that police is, is not going to be like descending upon you at the checkout and say what are you doing with those potato rolls or or any of these other not that picks yeah they're not going to kill you go, if yeah, you enjoy them once I mean, in a while we're but, just talking about like s- smart simple swaps that are going to save you a ton of calories in a lot of instances 
differences. And even if it's not the calorie win, it's, it's just protecting you from some of those hazardous fillers and chemicals and preservatives that end up in some of these foods that, you know, we're seeing more and more over time that, you know, the, the long-term effect of these things is the verdict's out on those. So why, yeah. why risk it? And now, you know, look, you're, you're technically not grilling these next couple things, but you're not going to have a burger or a hot dog and all the delicious toppings that go along with it without having a side. You're going to have something that goes along with it, right? We're just sitting there just eating burgers and hot dogs all day. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to talk about a couple, couple side options or, or some things that you're going to have on the table along with your burger. Um, and one of them is if you're at my house anyway, is going to be potato salad. Love potato salad. And if you, if you, if you are going with a potato salad, the eat this option would be potato salad with oil and vinegar versus the not that, which is potato salad with mayonnaise, which is probably 90% of the potato salads out there, right? And here's, here's, the, here's the difference. Uh, we're we're going to talk about a, a three-quarter cup serving and about a cup serving. Um, you're going to get 181 calories with a potato salad with oil and vinegar. That's going to be 358 calories with the mayo. The fat is going to be seven grams of fat with the oil and vinegar potato salad and 20 0.5 grams of fat for the mayo version. So that's where you're going to see that swing because obviously the mayo version is going to be more dense with calories and fat. And and by the way, if you if if it's not your thing, I, I mean, try it. I I love oil and vinegar based salads. Yeah, like I like uh, it's German potato salad, yeah. right? That's yes. the difference. Yes. And if you do make it with extra virgin olive oil yeah. and a nice sharp vinegar, it could be delicious. Same thing and with coleslaw for me too, by the way, um, right? I prefer oil and vinegar coleslaw versus uh, a mayo-based coleslaw, which is what my mom makes. Sorry, mom. Um, but especially like in, if, you, if you're barbecuing and it's hot out, I, I don't want that mayonnaise kind of... Well, oftentimes it's like sitting out on the table yeah. for how many hours in the it's heat kind of, <laughs> kind of freaks me out. So, But yeah, with the olive oil, you can also get those heart-healthy unsaturated fats and right. all the all the wonderful benefits so yeah just try it it's a huge calorie and huge. fat savings huge and if, and and if you're talking about like burgers and hot dogs and sausage links like those things are going to be there like you don't want to this is not time to pile on Nuh-uh. all right so every barbecue that i've ever been to probably has a nice big bowl of chips out as you well have to, you, you gotta have, to have, have chips. chips if you're having burgers and dogs you, you there has to be a bowl of chips on that table i always put the potato chips in the burger? Did uh, you ever do that? I, so I, would, I, would, I used to do it with sandwiches. When I okay. used to make yeah, sandwiches, yeah. I would like, like the chips would go on as totally. like a condiment, the sandwich, which is probably, I mean, look, if you're, if you're using chips as a condiment, you, you have bigger <laughs> issues we have to talk about. That's a whole nother episode. But we've, I feel like a lot of us have done it. Yeah. So no, I, I did it when I was in my twenties. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to do it now. If I saw my kids doing it, I would make them stop. Okay. Right? right. Which is wrong because yeah. I, I mean, I did it. <laughs> Let them be kids until they know, know better. Just kidding. But if you grew up eating Lay's, like most of us did, you could still, still have do. your favorite brand, yeah. but just maybe go for the oven baked. Mm-hmm. It's the same. I mean, once in a while, original potato chips, it's not going to kill you. We all enjoy them. But the baked potato crisps, the original, you can have 17 of them, which is a pretty decent yeah. serving size. It's a munchable. 120 calories, only three and a half grams of fat, and they're low in sodium. And it's a really simple list of ingredients, not a lot of fillers in there. And because they're baked and not fried, they have 65% less fat than the classic potato chips. Unfortunately, the Lay's classic that we're talking about, it boasts 10 grams of fat for only 15 chips. You get two chips less. Right. Two fewer chips and more fat? No, thank you. Exactly. And 66% more sodium than the baked version. Wow. 
So it's so, again like a swap that look if you're enjoying a barbecue, you're talking to friends, you're eating a good burger, you're just months on some chips, you're not gonna know that this right. is like a healthier version. You're just gonna enjoy it. Well also think about it if 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 this is your chip choice too and it's not what you're accompanying the burger with, maybe it's your your pre burger appetizer, you're probably dipping it. Uh-huh. So if the vessel is already laden with with fat and some additional calories and and that much more sodium and you're you've chosen a, a bad dip, let's say you're just compounding the damage. So I actually like I prefer some of the healthier chip options. Like to I like me, the, the original yeah, yeah baked like glaze are really better. oily. They get they're a I little think, bit too oily for me. <laughs> like anytime you, you know, like if you put chips on a plate and then like you finish and, and you look at the plate afterwards and you can see <laughs> yeah. the this like the saturated parts of the plate that had the oil and yeah. the grease and stuff. You don't get that with the baked. And I, that's just to me, it's like it really resonates for me when I look at the plate and I see like how much oil is in the Yeah, I want to like take there, a shower immediately. Or your fingers are just all kind of green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To kind of wash your hands, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's probably not the, it's not, and look, that's the point. It's not the best option. It's there's, not the best for your arteries. But there's it's a good the swap and it's it's still from Lay's. It's still a Lay's potato chip. It's yeah. the baked version and and think still about what enjoyable. you get with the swap, not what, not what you will lose with the, you know, the, not that. You're just going to lose those greasy fingers. That's all you're going to lose. Um, so there you have it. Look, thanks to the hard work and the de- and dedication of the, this team who are out there just testing and, and retesting and finding all these great swaps for you to, to kind of up your barbecue game and improve your health and make sure that you, there's, you know, it's guilt-free because a barbecue should be guilt-free. Absolutely. Everybody should come, have a good time, make those wonderful memories and leave without the guilt. Keep the memories, leave without the guilt. Um, for even more great tips on what to stock up on, what to eat and even how to cook it, be sure to check out eatthis.com and follow us along on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And as Megan said at the top, let us know what food choices are on your mind. You can message us there at any of those social media uh, platforms, or you can send us an email at podcast at eatthis.com. Until next time, I'm John Hammond. And I'm Megan Murphy. Feel free to say hello and find me on social media as well. I'm at This Girl Can Eat. And thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to share this episode with if there's someone in your life that could use a helpful barbecue tips or you just want to or you're having an upcoming barbecue, share the episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you can keep getting a steady dose of all the ways you can make these simple swaps to help eating better every week. <laughs>